the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Your environment determines your exposure or is your exposure. Your exposure determines your experience. Your experience determines your expression. And your expression determines your impression or makes impression. What impression are you making? What impression do you make? All of that comes from your environment, from your exposure, from your experience. The Lord is speaking to us on you are my glory. I created you for my glory, says the Lord. For a minute, let's, let's consider something that we've talked about before. Nature versus nurture. The nature that we talk about is like, you know, what you are born with. The internal potential on the inside of you. That which you are born with, that which is God-given. And the nurture is your externalities or your environment. Nature will grow and thrive if nurtured. Nature will grow and thrive if nurtured. If nature is not nurtured, it grows wild or stunted. If your nature is not nurtured, it grows wild or stunted. It might actually end up looking very much unlike what is intended to be. So, Nature needs to be nurtured. Nature needs to be nurtured. Nurture affects nature more than nature influences nurture. Nurture affects nature more than nature influences nurture. Amen. The environment is so powerful that it affects us, whether we like it or not. And when we know that the environment affects us, we don't like what the effect of it on us, then we try to mitigate that. Amen. If we don't like what the environment is doing to us, because again, the environment affects us whether we like it or not. Even when we don't know, it's affecting us. But if we are able to pay attention to know that the environment is affecting us, then we do something about it. If it's a good effect that is having on you, wonderful. If it's a bad effect, then do something about it. We've talked about the fact that the environment affects you in every way. The environment will even make you look different. Make you look different, make you speak different. Even though you don't know it, people will look at you. When you get to another environment, they will see the different. They will notice that you are different. They will say you are not from here. They will notice that you have been to somewhere, you are from somewhere. Amen. And that reminds me of um, Brother Moses. Amen. Mm. Remember when Moses ran out of Egypt and when he got to that place by the well and when the daughters of Jethro came to draw water from the well and he helped them draw water and when they got back home, what did they tell their father? We have met what? An Egyptian today. We met an Egyptian today. They didn't say we met an Israelite today. They said we, have, we met an Egyptian today. Why? Because he spoke like an Egyptian. He looked like an Egyptian. He had a mannerism. Everything about him was Egyptian because he lived there. 
Amen. Mm. Very, very important that your environment is conducive to the purpose of God for your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So the Lord took Abraham out of Mesopotamia to change his environment, to change his exposure, to change his experience, to change his expression so that he can make a powerful divine impression on the world. Amen. If you are born again, for those who are born again, they possess the nature of God. God has given them his nature. You have the divine potential to become like your father. You have the divine potential potential to become like your father. However, this nature of yours has to be nurtured. The nature of God in you has to be nurtured. The nature of God in you has to be tendered. Amen? Has to be nurtured. Let's look at this uh, powerful scripture in 2 Peter 1, 2-4. 2 Peter 1, 2-4. It says, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. Old King James says, who called us to glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Amen. Now, I want to just point out, quickly point out some things here. So it says, the divine power of the Lord has given to us or has made available to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory, who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises. You see two things there. Verse 3 says, power that has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, meaning we have the Spirit of God in us, on the inside of us. We are connected with the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God is connected with us. We have access to the Spirit of God. Then verse 4 says, By which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises. Through these promises, we become partakers of the divine nature. Through these promises. If you don't know the promises, if you don't know the word of God, the nature that is on the inside of you, the divine nature that is on the inside of you will remain dormant, will not be manifest. That's what he's saying. But if you will access the promises, if you will access the word of God, which you have access to, if you will dig into the word of God, the promises of God concerning you, concerning your life, then you will be able to express or to manifest the divine nature. So when he said that through this you may be partakers of the divine nature, it's not that you don't have the divine nature. He's just saying that so that you'll be able to manifest the divine nature through the promises of God, through the word of God, by the word of God, you will be able to manifest what, what is on the inside of you, the potential that you have. So the father says, my son, I will do anything so that you will become the best you are made to become. So that you, you become the best that you have the potential to become. I would do anything. But this son, this daughter doesn't stay home. This son, this daughter, for whatever reason, lives outside. Amen. 
How can the father provide for that son? The environment is very, very important. Even if you take two identical twins, even though they are still different, even though they are identical, they are still different. Let's assume that they are not different. Let's assume they are, they are just the same. If you put them in different places, they, they will grow up differently. And they will be different when you meet them many years to come. Because their environment, their environments are different. Amen. So the environment is very, very important. The potential, the nature that you have will not come out unless it's fed, unless it's nurtured, unless it's taken care of. So the Lord is speaking to us again on, you are my glory, I created you for my glory. The glory of God is already on the inside of everyone that is born again. But for you to manifest that glory, you've got to stay in the environment of the glory. If you don't stay in the environment of the glory, even though you have the glory of God on the inside of you, it will be as if you don't have the glory. You will not look like the glory. You will not look like God. Even though you are the son of your father, you will not look like your father. If you grow up somewhere else, you will not look like your father. Hallelujah. Mm-mm-mm. You are my glory. I created you for my glory, says the Lord. We started to answer the question that says, how does the glory of God transform us from one level of glory to another? We said that the first platform of glory is salvation that is being born again. And we said that the God of glory places us or puts us in this first level of glory by shining or beaming its light into our hearts. When the glory of God beams or shines into our heart, it puts us in this first level of glory. And it is by raising us from death to life. It's by raising us up from death to life. Resurrection from death is the first and greatest miracle. Let me say that very clearly and please hear that very clearly. Resurrection from death is the first and greatest miraculous experience that the revelation of the glory of God does in your life. Let me say that again. Resurrection from death is the first and greatest miraculous experience that the revelation of the glory of God does in your life. Romans 6, 4 says that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so, we also should walk in newness of life. Just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father. Even so, we should walk in newness of life. Very, very, very important. Jesus Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father. By the light of the Father. By the spirit of the Father. Jesus Christ was raised from the dead. We are also raised from the dead by the glory of the Father. That is the first and the greatest miracle in anybody's life. There is no miracle greater than that. Please hear that very, 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 very clearly. Hallelujah. Whatever miracle you are looking for, you are looking for the miracle of buying a house, miracle of buying a car, miracle of getting married, miracle of finding a wife or finding a husband, miracle of not getting into you know, a college or whatever it is, miracle, whatever miracle, miracle of healing, there is no greater miracle than being born again. Amen. There is no greater miracle than being born again. 
is the first and the greatest miraculous experience that the revelation of the glory of God brings about in your life. You see, the Lord brought Abraham out of Mesopotamia to fulfill divine purpose. The Lord brought Israel out of Egypt to fulfill divine purpose. But the first and major stopover for Israel out of Egypt was Mount Sinai. This is the place where God intended to purge Egypt and its ways out of them and to instill in them his own kingdom ways. 